Hey guys, it's Randy with Lobuck LS here again, and this week we're going to talk about power adders for your uh, LS engine. We're going to compare turbos versus superchargers versus nitrous. And this week it's going to be a dual purpose episode. This one's going to go out as a video on the YouTube channel and up uh, as an episode of the podcast as well. So um, if you guys don't know, uh, I've started uh, a podcast as well called the Lowbuck LS Podcast. And like my YouTube channel, it's all about getting affordable horsepower out of these LS engines. So if you listen to podcasts, go check it out. It's on Spotify right now and should be up shortly on uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, let's talk about power adders for your LS. So um, as you can probably guess, I'm a little bit biased. I'm uh, definitely a turbo guy. Um, and I don't actually have any hands-on experience with uh, superchargers or nitrous. Um, although I do want to experiment with those kinds of power adders at some point in the future. Right now, uh, I'm, I'm a turbo guy. And it looks like um, a lot of you guys are in the same camp as me. I did uh, a poll in the Lobach LS Facebook group. And you, can, you should join us there, by the way, if you're not a member already. I'll put a link in the description or the show notes of the podcast. Um, but I asked the guys in that group what kind of power adder they ran. And 32 guys voted, and I wrote down the results here. 16 of them, or 50%, were uh, running a turbo, like myself. Nine guys were NA, so 28% uh, had no power adder at all. Three guys had superchargers, so 9%. Um, two guys were nitrous guys, and two guys ran nitrous with their turbos. And some guys will do that, run a, a small shot of nitrous in combination with their turbo just to get it spooled up quicker, like a 35 or 50 horse shot. So two guys in the group were uh, in that camp. But yeah, turbos were by far... Half of the guys who voted were uh, were turbo guys like me. So let's talk about turbos first. So here are some of the pros of putting a turbo on your uh, LS engine. The horsepower potential is the big draw for me. Like the bang for the buck or the horsepower for dollar is uh, pretty well unbeatable. Like for uh, you'll get the most uh, amount of horsepower for the the smallest amount of money. The only power adder that might be comparable in terms of bang for buck would be nitrous, but the, still in ultimate power potential, the, the turbo still has the win over nitrous. So that's uh, the main, uh, main reason I'm a turbo guy. Another uh, benefit of a turbo is they're more efficient than a supercharger. Um, it's not free horsepower, like you'll still, especially like me, I'm running the VS Racing 78-75 turbo, which has the T4 uh, turbine housing. So when you start getting into higher boost levels, back pressure can become an issue. So it's not free horsepower. Um, running that turbo um, can create back pressure, which uh, basically robs horsepower from your engine. But it's still more efficient than a supercharger. Those superchargers take, it's like a big air compressor, so it takes a lot more horsepower um, away from the, the crankshaft to turn that supercharger over. Another benefit of the turbo is there's no bottle to fill. If you're a nitrous guy, you've always got to be filling up your bottle. But with a turbo, basically, once you've paid for it, that's uh, 
that's it you don't have to keep paying to fill the bottle every weekend you go to the strip or whatever uh, you might have to pay for a 4L60E now now and then but uh, don't have to refill your nitrous bottle anyways it's uh, cheaper than supercharging or at least the cost can be spread out a bit more with a supercharger you kind of have to shell out a few thousand dollars and buy like a pro charger kit or a torque storm kit or a magnuson or whatever your brand of choice is uh, with a turbo you might end up paying almost as much in the long run but you know for for me i bought the turbo first and then uh, bought the manifolds and uh, you know kind of pieced the the system together as i went so it, i didn't have to shell out thousands of dollars all at once it was more like 500 here 500 there type of thing Another advantage of uh, the turbo is boost control, in my mind, is easier than on a supercharger. A lot of superchargers, in order to change the boost level, you need to change the pulleys, which changes the speed that the supercharger is driven at. So it's not quite as convenient as a, a turbo where you can just adjust your boost control. I know some of the newer uh, superchargers, like the Magnusons and the LSAs or... Uh, Cars that have the Eaton supercharger have like a bypass valve, but uh, then you need the uh, the ECU and the computer controls to go along with that. And I know I've seen some guys run like a wastegate on their supercharger, which probably works, but I still think uh, boost control is simpler on a turbo than on a supercharger. But despite that big uh, potential for horsepower and the big bang for the buck, turbos do have some fairly significant disadvantages, so we'll talk about those now. For me, the biggest disadvantage and the one thing I hate about this uh, turbo truck behind me is they're finicky. Like Especially if you're running the stock ECU and tuning it with HP tuners. Um, and running the manifold I'm running and stuff, the hooker cast manifolds for the turbo. There's no spot for the narrowband O2 sensors that came with the truck from the factory. So that means it can't run in closed loop operation, which means it's uh, basically running off your VE table. So um, your tune is usually not going to be perfect. And I'm noticing when... Uh, you know, I'll get my VE table dialed in so my AFR is is bang on one weekend and then the next weekend the temperature will have gone up 10 degrees or dropped 10 degrees and I'll have to get out the laptop again and uh, have to make some adjustments to the tune. So always seems like I'm uh, reaching for the laptop and making adjustments to the tune as the temperature changes. Um, the way around that would be to run that Holly Terminator X, so that's fairly high on my list of uh, stuff I'd like to install on this truck, and that can do closed loop control off of your wideband O2 sensor, and it can also do closed loop control at wide open throttle, which your stock ECU can't do, even if you do still have the factory O2 sensors. Another disadvantage of the turbo system is your maintenance will be increased a little bit because your oil is circulating through the turbo as well and it gets super hot and dirty and stuff like that. You'll probably have to do your oil changes a little more often and just keep up a little better on the maintenance of your vehicle. Another big downside is installing a turbo system is a lot of work. Um, you either got to shell out big bucks and get a bolt-on turbo kit, which will be like 
five or six or seven or eight thousand dollars, which kind of negates the bang for the buck argument to the turbo. Or you've got to do a lot of fabricating and rip out your exhaust system and either build log manifolds from scratch or like I went with those hooker cast turbo manifolds. But even with those, I had to modify the one motor mount because it didn't clear. And then you've got to fabricate the part from the manifolds to the turbo and the downpipe coming off of the turbo and find a place for the wastegate and stuff like that. So there is quite a bit of uh, fabricating and quite a bit of work involved with installing a turbo system. More work than a supercharger or nitrous. Another downside, depending on which manifolds you're running um, with these hooker manifolds I've got, you've got to get rid of the air conditioning. So um, I know there are like that uh, Falaire Speed, Joey Falaire, um, makes cast manifolds and I think Trick Performance and there's a few other guys out there that make log manifolds that uh, you can keep your air conditioning but mine you can't so that's another advantage of the uh, supercharger or nitrous you get to keep your air conditioning in most cases uh, which kind of ties into another downfall of the turbo system is they create a ton of heat underneath the hood and even if you put a blanket uh, insulating blanket around your turbo and put that heat wrap around your exhaust and your manifolds and stuff it's still going to create way more heat under the hood than a supercharger or nitrous will and if you've got rid of your air conditioning a lot of that heat transfers back into the cab so it can make for a pretty hot ride if you're cruising around in your turbo vehicle with no air conditioning on a hot day in the summertime. Another downside that is a possibility uh, depending on the sizing of your turbo and the way the system is designed is turbo lag and that's not a huge problem like uh, on this 78-75 turbo I'm running it's a small turbine so it spools up fairly quickly but you're still below a certain RPM you're not going to get much boost out of that turbo and it's definitely definitely doesn't have the low-end torque that a supercharger or a nitrous can provide it almost feels like a two-stroke dirt bike like at lower RPMs you're not making a whole bunch of power and then you can feel it kind of get into the power band and uh, she starts pulling hard now let's talk about superchargers or blowers and for the most part I'm talking about like guys on trucks like mine are going to be going with a pro charger or those new torque storm uh, superchargers so the big advantage with a supercharger is they've got a ton of low end torque and it's instantaneous when you hit the throttle it, you can fry your tires at will pretty much so they do have uh, for a, a fun street vehicle it's pretty fun to be able to just put your foot into it and smoke the tires anytime you want to. So if you go back to the, the dirt bike analogy where the the turbo feels like a 250 two-stroke, like a CR250, a supercharger probably feels more like a, you know, a big 450 four-stroke dirt bike where you can roll into the throttle at any RPM and you've got tons of torque at your disposal. Another advantage of the supercharger is there's a lot less fabrication required. Um, you usually just buy it in a bolt-on kit that has all the brackets and bolts and charge tube and all of that. So it's a less complicated install and quicker to install than a, a turbo system. 
Another advantage is you don't have to modify your exhaust system, so your factory O2 sensors and all of your exhaust can stay the same. That means you keep that closed loop operation for your stock ECU and your truck will uh, need a lot less tuning and you won't have to pick up your laptop as often, in my opinion, with a, a supercharged vehicle. And that's another thing I wanted to mention is all of this is kind of up for debate and a lot of this is my opinion. So uh, um, in any of these videos, if you see me say something that's not correct, make sure to point it out. I want these videos to be as accurate and as correct as possible. Um, and if you disagree, um, post in the comments or if you're listening to the podcast, shoot me an email at randy at lowbuckls.com and uh, let's have a discussion about it. And just like a turbo uh, with a supercharger, your nitrous bottle is never going to run out. So again, it's you kind of pay your money up front and pay it all once and then you don't have to keep filling your bottle to uh, keep enjoying your extra horsepower. So even though a supercharger isn't capable of putting out quite as much horsepower as a turbo, it's still going to put out tons of horsepower for the average guy. Like it, It'll put out enough to... Uh, the limitation isn't going to be your supercharger, it's probably going to be the rods of your Gen 3 uh, truck engine. Now let's talk about the downsides of superchargers. Um, the biggest one for me and why I don't currently have a supercharger is the cost. Like I mentioned before, if you want to buy a supercharger kit, you've got to scrape together a few thousand dollars and lay it down all at once. And I'm not very good at scraping together a few thousand dollars, so that's probably one of the reasons I'm a turbo guy. And like I mentioned before, superchargers aren't as efficient as a turbo. And especially when you get into the higher boost levels, uh, most of these superchargers are belt driven so as the load gets higher you can start having belt slip and uh, I think Procharger does make a gear driven uh, supercharger but then that's even more expensive and uh, you gotta shell out more dollars for that. And like I mentioned before boost control is a little trickier on the supercharger. Um, like I said, there's a few different methods that you can control boost with a supercharger, but generally I just think it's simpler on a turbo. Now let's talk about nitrous. So um, nitrous is actually pretty tempting to me, and I think uh, at some point in the not-too-distant future on the, the channel, I'd like to uh, do some experimenting with nitrous. Um, for me, the big... Uh, draws for it are it's fairly cheap and simple to install it's not like a turbo where you've got to rip out the exhaust system and do a whole bunch of fabrication and complicated uh, install like you install a bottle and a plate or uh, and some lines and solenoids and it's fairly quick and simple and relatively cheap to install um, like I mentioned, you can use it to complement other power adders, like uh, there's a couple guys in the group that uh, use it to help their turbos spool up quicker. Like a supercharger, your uh, torque increase is instantaneous, and that can also kind of uh, create a few problems every now and then, but you can get that torque boost wherever you want it. As soon as you push the button, you've got that extra torque. And like with a supercharger, um, you're keeping your exhaust system the same, so your narrowband O2s are in the same, so you get to keep that closed loop operation from your stock ECU. But one thing 
at wide open throttle, your stock ECU isn't going to be capable of doing closed loop control at wide open throttle. So it doesn't, it's not a huge benefit at wide open throttle, but when you're cruising around on the street at part throttle, your tune will basically be dead on because those narrow band O2 analyzers will always be adjusting your short term fuel trims and long term fuel trims and keep your uh, AFR exactly where it's supposed to be. Now let's talk about the cons of nitrous. Um, the big one is it's got a reputation for being hard on parts, but I think that's when guys bring it on at too low of an RPM and too big of a shot. Uh, it puts a big strain on your connecting rods and crank and pistons and stuff like that. So you've got to be a little more careful. And I know some guys are using like a progressive nitrous controller that brings it in, ramps it in gently. So that makes good sense to me that you're not giving it that big hit, that big shot of extra torque that's going to be hard on parts. Another downside is although the, the kit is relatively cheap and simple to install, you've got to get that bottle filled every weekend or every time you go out. And depending on where you are in the country or where you are in North America or the world, I guess, that can be expensive. I know Robert with uh, Bad Luck Garage, he was saying he's paying five or six bucks a pound, so 50 or 60 bucks to fill a 10 pound bottle. But around here, guys are saying they're paying like 11 bucks a pound, so over 100 bucks to fill a 10 pound bottle. That's probably going to last you a, a Saturday or whatever. So it does, you don't have that initial. Uh, where you've got to shell out a bunch of money, but you've still got to shell out a hundred bucks every every weekend you want to go race with your nitrous. So you don't pay as much money up front, but you keep paying money every weekend kind of thing. And then you've got to be uh, satisfied that when the ball runs out, the fun's over kind of deal. So, And I have even heard that there have been like nitrous shortages in certain areas of the country and stuff like that. So it may or may not be available at certain times. So basically to sum it up, a turbo system might be for you if you want maximum horsepower for your dollar. You don't mind doing a lot of work, which might include welding and fabrication and getting your hands dirty um, to install the turbo. And it's going to take longer and uh, it's not going to be uh, a one day install to put in your turbo. And if you want the maximum bang for your buck, maximum horsepower per dollar, uh, I still think a turbo is the way to go. Um, if you don't mind doing a little extra maintenance and changing your oil a little more often. And if you don't mind picking up the laptop relatively often and having to adjust your tune as the weather changes, um, since you don't have those uh, factory O2 sensors for your closed loop operation, then a turbo might be for you. And a supercharger might be for you if you've got a few thousand dollars to drop on a kit and you want something that doesn't take as much fabrication to install. All the brackets and parts and pieces are pretty much bolt-on. And you want a quicker install and don't want to do much fabricating. If you're not looking for more than about 800 to 1,000-ish horsepower, and if you're okay with uh, having to change pulleys to adjust your boost level or implement a little more complicated uh, method of boost control than you'd need with a turbo, and if you want to retain those factory O2 sensors and run in closed loop, then a supercharger might be for you. And nitrous might be for you if you're uh, on a relatively tight budget, 
you don't have a whole bunch to spend and you want something that's uh, cheap and fairly quick and simple to install and you get to retain those factory O2 sensors so you've got your closed loop operation and you're okay with the extra wear and tear that nitrous could uh, put on your engine internals or uh, you're willing to run one of those progressive nitrous installers that ramps it in gradually and if you're willing to pay every weekend to get that bottle refilled and and realize that when the bottle's empty the fun's done then nitrous might be for you so where i stand is i'm still in the the turbo camp as you guys can see um, i still want that maximum bang for buck maximum horsepower i can get for minimum amount of dollars I'm okay with changing my oil a little more often and I'm okay with picking up the laptop a little more often so I'm sticking with turbocharging um, I do want to get a Holly system in the not too distant future that uh, closed loop operation especially at wide open throttle is a pretty big selling feature for me so it's definitely high on my wish list um, but that being said if I did have some extra money, I'd sure love to have a supercharged uh, street vehicle. So that is on my wish list as well. Probably not in the immediate future, but who knows if the channel does well and we start uh, bringing in some extra income and I've got a little extra money to spend. I'd sure like to uh, go with a Procharger or a Torquestorm uh, supercharger. And I am still really tempted to uh, give the nitrous thing a try. It's definitely, uh, like I said, I've never had a nitrous vehicle and never uh, experimented with it. So it's something I want to learn about and experiment with. So kind of tossing around the idea of buying a truck similar to mine, like a, a Gen 3, uh, 5.3 or 4.8 and putting a cam and springs in it and uh, upgrading the transmission a little bit with like servos and uh, uh, what do they call it like the Sonax boost control valve that gives you a little more line pressure and a shift kit and then uh, see how much nitrous that thing will take so I know Robert at Bad Luck Garage is kind of doing something similar um, with his chaos theory project he's uh, before he puts the turbo on he says he's gonna it's going to be a nitrous motor first and he's going to see how much nitrous he can throw at it so that'll be pretty entertaining to watch and I'd kind of like to do something similar myself so I think that will be in the not too distant future in the channel um, definitely before a supercharged vehicle but uh, it's uh, a fun uh, should be a fun uh, experiment so that's going to be it for this week. Um, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram, LowBuckLS. You can find us on Facebook, LowBuckLS. Come join our Facebook group. Um, I'll put a link in the description or the show notes. Um, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Like I said, it's up on Spotify. It should be up on Apple soon. And I'm going to submit it to uh, Google Podcasts and stuff as well. So... Thanks again for listening. Um, we'll talk to you all again next week. Bye for now.